What's up, everyone? You're tuning into RNFM Radio, episode 172. What an amazing episode today that we had. It was off the hook, off the charts. We were on fire. The kind of fire where it's like sort of stop, drop, and roll. Although no one got hurt, we just kind of lit it up. And we just want to thank you so much for tuning in today. But before we get into the show, we want to take an opportunity to thank today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is the leading travel nursing platform out there, resource for travel nurses and travel nursing jobs, Fast Staff. You can find out more at faststaff.com. If you're interested in travel nursing, if you had no idea about travel nursing, and really, if you had no idea about travel nursing, are you living under a rock? You apparently aren't because you're listening to this show, the leading platform for nurses, and you need to head over to the leading platform for travel nurses at faststaff.com. But what I'm more excited about is a contest. Yep, that's right. I said it. It's a contest running from October 9th to November 6th, 2015. Now, nursing has enriched my life, and I'm sure it has enriched your life and the lives of others, those that you've worked with, those that you have served and supported in your communities. And Fast Staff wants to know via this campaign, Nurse Praise Love. So if you go to faststaff.com forward slash nurse praise love all one word together and or find it under hashtag nurse praise love they're going to let you know about this contest you're going to enter that i we really want you to enter this contest because guess what a 500 dollars gift card from southwest airlines now southwest flies out of denver colorado in my neck of the woods and i love southwest we use southwest all the time it's a great airline and it'll take you to so many different places. Hopefully it will in your neck of the woods. But hey, how can you pass up a $500 gift card or at least a chance to win a $500 gift card just by sharing a little bit of your story? Because ultimately we know that Kelly Johnson, remember Miss Colorado, just in September had shared her story about being a nurse to over 700 million viewers. Now we are in FM radio and Fastaff wants you to share your story. So if you head over to faststaff.com, forward slash nurse praise love to find out more about the contest and the contest rules and, and everything you'll know how to enter this contest and you should enter this contest how amazing and of course when you enter this contest and share be sure to share it under hashtag nurse praise love under every social media platform you name it facebook twitter google plus linkedin instagram pinterest wherever you are in the ethers share it hashtag nurse praise love all right, so anyway, let's get on to the show and just let you know that this was an amazing event today. I don't know, we just got the giggles, it was fun, we just had a blast, and I think you will as well. So, I mean, we're just trying to bring more fun to the show, even though it's it's valuable content, but a lot more laughs, a lot more, you know, just, I don't know, gut busters or whatever it is, I don't know, we just had, we just had fun and we hope that you will as well. So, anyway, without... belaboring the point let's get into the show and let's let's hit it all right anyway this is episode 172 and of course uh it's it's great to have the trifecta back today so we're not going to talk about the weather we're not going into weather sunny and warm and we're just not going to do it and so i'm just going to go right in we're going to welcome everybody we're going to thank everyone for listening to the show i'm kevin ross again all day long all week long all month long really the month of october i'm just going to be me so anyway keith is back from the nnba conference hashtag nnba 2015 if you want to follow that and then of course the new hashtag that 
I'm, I think there's already a hashtag, a hashtag NNBA 2016. Is that right, Keith? Welcome back, first off. And then, of course, we'll get into the NNBA stuff. But welcome back, my friend. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I don't think that hashtag 2016, NNBA 2016 is really active yet. I think everyone's still really grooving on the NNBA 2015 hashtag. But I think the other new, the new one will be coming into being quite soon. I'll start using it soon anyway, just for fun. Nice. Well, you should, you should. And, and we'll continue to use that hashtag in NBA 2015. It is still fresh. As you said, people are still grooving on it. And wow. I mean, it was so much fun. I was there. Well, I wasn't there there, but I was there virtually. I had some scheduling conflicts. I couldn't be there in person, but I was trying to be as active on that hashtag as possible. And it's pretty cool because I felt like, you know, you guys were sharing pictures and there was some dialogue back and forth. So it was pretty cool to connect with some nurses that I haven't really seen on social media. So I, you know, kudos to getting that hashtag going and trying to create some buzz. So strong work. Thanks. Yeah, it was great because we, uh, I submitted it to the Simpler Healthcare Hashtag Project and it got accepted, you know, within an hour or two. And by the end of the conference, just with a bunch of us tweeting, we had over 3 million impressions on Twitter for the hashtag. So people were pretty excited about that and felt like it was pretty cool. So yeah, it was, it was real exciting. People were really into it. Well, I, and I like the fact that you, you've created a benchmark and now we're just going to crush that benchmark on the next one on the hashtag and NBA 2016. And we'll get that rolling early. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt that we're going to just go crazy with it. Sweet. So we're going to, as soon as they have the the venue for next time, I think, will really start in earnest. Though we do know the NNBA will be October 14th to 16th, somewhere in the United States. Nice. Well, I, I didn't know if that was public knowledge, but that's good to know. It is public knowledge. So but, it is October 14th to 16, 2016, somewhere in the continental good, United States. Good. Well, and speaking of in the know and no secrets around here and early and all this other stuff, I don't know, I was just using these words. Speaking of which, Elizabeth was not supposed to be here today, but guess what? She is here with us today. I am beaming to have everybody here at our virtual podcasting desk on our mics. Elizabeth, you just got back. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And you said we can't talk about the weather, so I'm going to talk about something else also. <laughs> Do you know what October is? Uh, what is it? Well, what is it? Let's see if anyone can guess. Which part? All right. Well, give me something National else. Month of it, the month. National Fire Hydrant um, <laughs> Cleanliness Month. I mean, are we talking about besides Halloween or Oktoberfest or what? What do we? Sure. Yep. Pretty important month for someone here on the microphone. Um, uh, Halloween. Uh, birthday right, month. Birthday month. Oh, right. wait. It's your birthday month? Yeah, my birthday so, yes, month too. I just got back. Oh my gosh! I know that's crazy. But All right, we're rocking it out. I, October. I, that's another reason I came back early because this weekend's my birthday weekend. Like my birthday is not till next week, but my birthday weekend, and Sweet. I wanted to kick it off, and I wanted to come back early, and I want to be home. So oh, wait, what are you doing? Yeah, here I am. What are you doing for your birthday? Do you do you know what's happening, or is it something? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I don't know because it's in the middle of the week. So the actual day I'm like working and blah, blah. But like this weekend, my parents are coming and we're doing that gardening. We were supposed to do last weekend, but the hurricane and blah. So uh -oh, weather. they're coming this weekend <laughs> to move the oh, perennials. She mentioned weather. She did. Yep, I That's did. Okay. 
<laughs> well, anyway, I'm mentioning gardening. So they're coming to move the perennials. We're exp- extending my garden. And then the following weekend, I'm going up to New York to visit my uncle and then to Connecticut to visit friends. So I figure that weekend will be the birthday right. party weekend. Right. Hey, yeah. and guess who else's birthday falls in October? Who? Yours? Kevin Ross. No, I know. That's what we were saying. Yeah. My, my, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So. Are you sleeping? I, I was. Oh my God. I was asleep at the mic. It, it was so <laughs> funny. It was so funny because on my birthday, um, on October 2nd, so I was, um, fortunately I was able to be here to coach my kids soccer, uh, game. We don't normally have games on Friday nights. Normally it's on a Saturday and it was the, the team all just showed up and they're wishing me happy birthday. And like, we're going to crush them for you, coach. We're going to win for you, coach. And you know, I mean, it it was it was great. Um, I just wanted them to have fun. So did they? They did. Well, they did. Yes, we won, and Good. they had such a fun mm-hmm. time. And then we all went out for uh, dinner afterwards. So my whole team, just about everybody, came uh, with me along for that celebration. So that was a oh, lot of fun. Nice. Yes, it was yeah. really cool. So I got to spend it with some of my favorite people. Um, the kiddos that I coach and I've coached for years, and of course my family. It, it's a lot of fun. So, oh, that's lovely. anyway. Well, happy belated. Thank you, and I can't wait to hear about your celebration when you get back on the mic because you won't be here next week, right? But you'll be here the follow or something like that. I can't remember. Oh boy, I don't even know. My calendar's in my bag, probably packed with my luggage, which is still in the car because I just literally ran in to get on the microphone. And so we'll find out. Later. See, that's how excited <laughs> Elizabeth is to be here, folks, is that she, we're going to talk about what she was doing. I mean, not that she was up to no good. I mean, it was, you know, we are going to talk about that, but she wanted to be here with you. She wanted to be here with us. And I, you know, she texted me. It was so funny. She's like, I think I'm going to get an early flight. I might be able to get on there. I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. So I just, I get last night because I'm on Eastern time. So it was like pretty much right before I went to bed. I'm like, Ooh, I think I can go on RNFM radio tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just great to have us all back to here, back here today and the energy and I'm totally pumped um, because it's warm and sunny outside and I am just pumped to be here with, with you two. And so Keith, yes, you're back. And I am. I've been on the road a lot and I'm so glad to be home. I can't tell you. Yeah. So I, you know, I was hanging out with you on Twitter as much as I possibly could be present on um, social media. I don't often check emails during the weekends, but however, sometimes I will jump on social media if there's something going on. And there was the NNBA, the 2015 version of the NNBA. I didn't see the NNBA 2015 version. I was at the 2013 version, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were with me in Orlando, right? So, and this was also the 30th anniversary of the National Nurses and Business Association. Oh man! By the way, I missed the th- we missed the 30th. All right, well next I year I was Bummer. there. I was there. <laughs> yeah, Don't good, worry. good, good. You were represented. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be there for the one for the three one. You know, that's the three right. one. Wherever that's going to be, um, you know, wherever wherever Michelle decides. I know, I know, Vegas is. I don't want to say easy for everybody, but I, I know it's just kind of a place that a lot of people can fly into, but who knows where it'll be. This yeah. Year. And I, I think Vegas is a draw for many people, especially for conferences because hotel rooms are relatively inexpensive. Right. And food is actually not that expensive and drinks are not that expensive. So for, and for the cost of running a conference, Vegas is actually a pretty reasonable place for the organizers. So it's understandable why they would want to bring a conference there. So don't be surprised if it's again in Vegas next year. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
And I, and I think too, I mean, I, I think you're right. I mean, it is a pull. I, I, gosh, I mean, how many conferences are there? I mean, handfuls, more than handfuls. It's the number one conference location I have also learned as well. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I think too, I, I think that's the thing like people like, well, well, especially cause you're on the East coast, Elizabeth, and you think, well, it's a little bit yeah, further. I'm not thrilled. Yeah. It's I'm a little bit thrilled. further, but hopefully this, <laughs> the cost savings, like, yeah, in the rooms and some stuff like that, who knows, maybe, I don't, I don't know what, where, what about Baltimore? I mean, what conferences are in Baltimore? Maybe we could head over uh, there. New York for know. sure. But New York is going to be a little spendy. Pricey. Yeah, that's right. I would love to bring the NNBA to Santa Fe, but it's just way too pricey, you know, for everybody. So yeah, you want to keep the cost down because people are, you know, spending their time, money, resources, blood, sweat, and tears to come to a conference. Hopefully not many tears. Right. And not much yeah. blood. Right. A um, little bit of blood, a little bit of tears. Mostly tears sweat. of joy. Yes. Tears of joy for seeing each other. Yeah. And you know what? what most of the tears of joy were about for me at this conference? Yeah, what's, yeah let us know. Well, there were tears of grief that you two weren't there, but there were tears of joy really about one, seeing a bunch of my nurse entrepreneur friends who I've met before, like Renee Thompson and Donna Cardillo and Pat Iyer and some others, but then meeting online friends who many of whom I've known for up to five years and meeting them in person for the first time, like Michelle not Michelle Podlesny, we'd met before, but Brittany Wilson, the nerdy nurse, yeah. we got to meet in person, which was absolutely fabulous. So that's one of the greatest things about these conferences, seeing people you've already met and reuniting again after having been connected on Twitter and social media or maybe talking on the phone for years and then meeting people in person who you've never met in person, but you feel like you know them and love them already. Yeah, yeah, and... It, it seemed like that that it seemed like that was going on. I mean, I saw the photos and I saw the engagement back and forth between you and some other tweeters out there, some Twitter users, um, either there at the conference and even some virtual attendees. I think there were a couple, uh, not just myself, but people who were still in social media sharing. But yeah, I remember that. I, I remember that feeling that we got like, oh my gosh, we interviewed this person and we interviewed that person on RNFM. Um, and meeting them for the first time, or just the fact that like we've spent a lot of time on the phone with these folks doing business or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then you, and yeah. I mean, it was the same like with us. I mean, was it a year and a half that we hadn't met? Was it a year and a half, two years? What it was, was it? No, it was, it was less than two years. And we only live seven hours apart. So yeah, but that's the, that's the silly part. Yeah, we're just lazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the other great thing was meeting some real luminaries for the first time, like Laura Gasparis von Frolio, for instance. She was the keynote speaker Saturday morning. She was the first person to speak. And it was like watching a stand-up comic for 90 minutes. And we were pretty much rolling on the floor laughing throughout her her presentation, even though her presentation was full of actionable information it was also absolutely hilarious it i can't tell you how funny it was so it was it was really fantastic i i like when when people have that uh comical sort of spin how about you elizabeth i mean it, it keeps me engaged absolutely it certainly is helpful <laughs> i'm curious i didn't really uh because i consciously choose not to look at the internet over a weekend. I don't know what she spoke about. What was the topic? Keith? Well, the keynote was uh, making a million in nursing. So she was talking about all the different ways that she's leveraged her nurseness in huh. business from the very cool. beginning of her career. And 
she just made it so engaging and so funny that it was hard not to just be on the edge of your seat while actually falling off your seat because she was so she was so comical. And then she talked about, you know, great information, lots of really great takeaways. So, I mean, all the speakers were great. Right. The um, Each day started with a fantastic keynote. And the keynote on Sunday was Deb Galden, who's a humorist and a singer. She happens to be a nurse singer and a nurse comic. And she sang some very funny songs about nursing, so you can only imagine. So there was lots of mentions of, things that only nurses would understand. And then she spoke also deeply from her heart at the same time. So she had humor and depth and emotionality and everything in between and also actionable things that you could take home and do. So it was both days started with a bang and really set the tone for everybody feeling really excited. Hmm. Do you- and how was your book received? Yes. Oh, they piled them all in the middle of the of the room and set them on fire. <laughs> no, you had, a, you had an old fashioned no, 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 no. book burning. We had an oh old my. fashioned book burning. No, yeah. it was very well received, and I had a nice setup with banners and 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 all my swag and Halloween candy and everything. And uh, people loved the books. I sold a bunch. And people on RNFM Radio, not to cut you off, but may not know yet. I mean, I know we've mentioned it. Maybe mention again what it's titled. And yeah, we've done a soft so mention. Let's do the hard mention. Soft. Let's oh, do the hard, hard pitch. pitch. How do I? Let's see a hard pitch. Well, my book is called "Savvy Networking for Nurses: Getting Connected and Staying Connected in the 21st Century," and it's volume one of what I'm calling the Nurse Keith Career Mastery Series. And I'm actually waiting to see what my community says that they want me to write the other four books about. That's another conversation. But it was very well received, and there was a chapter on face-to-face networking, and it, there's a chapter on online networking, and a chapter on personal branding. So, and then lots of information about why it's important to network in general. But all very applicable to what you were doing at the NMBA. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. So I had to walk my talk because I had to, you know, talk to people and and shake hands because otherwise people would say, "Wow, he's he's not really, <laughs> he's not for real, <laughs> faker." Baker. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. Mr. These Dis- stories are made Mr. Up. Disingenuous himself, right? <laughs> yeah. So the thank you. The book was very well received. I sold a bunch of them. Some people were buying it on uh Kindle while they were there, which I greatly appreciated. And yeah, it was lots of talking about networking and also talked about blogging and podcasting, you know, because mm-hmm. people want to learn about that. And Brittany Wilson did an awesome conference a pre-conference workshop on blogging and making money as a blogger. And also she did a talk on, on the stage about blogging, which was really excellent information. And I would think next year we might want to talk a little bit about podcasting. Oh yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I mean, there are people that have reached out to us like here and there. I mean, did you, I mean, did you get like kind of take a temperature or a pulse on like if people were interested I did. I did. I did. I gave Brittany Wilson a very hard time about how long it's going to take her to launch a podcast on the Pulse Media Network. So we're going to talk later this month about that because she's at a conference right now. And I did speak with several other people who were at the conference that podcasting would be in their best interest and they could do it right on our network. So yeah, the word is out. I even gave 
Renee Thompson a nudge. Right. And we'll have to talk about it. People always want to know how much time it will take, what kind of equipment they need to buy and that sort of thing. So, you know, there was lots of talk about blogging and how important blogging is. And Brittany's right. It's very important. I've been doing it for 10 years. And I have to say, though, that a lot of people still want to consume content while they're doing the laundry, walking the dog, feeding the horses, you know, running the track. So, you know, you can't. Betting at the track. Yeah. <laughs> betting at, at the, the track. track. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So you can't read a blog post while you're driving. Um, I mean, you can, but it's very dangerous. Very. So I would not recommend that. Yeah. So I'm just saying podcasting is hot. And I think there's a lot of nurses and nurse entrepreneurs out there who have a lot to say. So here's the thing, like, so, of course, Laura had the had the keynote. You're talking about making a million in nursing. I assume we're talking about a million clams here, uh, i.e. dollars. I hope so. Yeah. You're right. Um, how, how do you think that that was received? I mean, you listened to that, but I know you mm-hmm. know me. Uh, and so do you think that's an attainable goal? I think it's attainable for some people. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure if... I, I don't want to say I'm not capable of it. It's actually not in my sights to make seven figures. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get to six someday. I've never made six figures in a, a year of my life, so that would be lovely. Uh, Kevin's probably like, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. No, no, it's not uh, that. You scale how you how your life needs to be. I mean. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it depends how much we all want to work. But I think her one of her takeaways was she said, who knows this statement? He who hesitates and everyone yelled is lost. And she said, no, he who hesitates is poor. So that, that was what she <laughs> That's say. funny. Well, so what do you think, Elizabeth? I mean, do you think that's an attainable goal? I mean, I'm always curious, like when you have like calls to action, like making a million, um, but it, it didn't, I'm sure she didn't say making a million quick. No way. Yeah. I mean, what, well, what do you think? are we talking about simply as a nurse entrepreneur? I think that's where she was headed. Yeah, yeah, starting businesses that will actually make you, you know, Boku, Boku bucks over the years. Yeah, I think it's absolutely attainable. Then, and again, if if that's a desire you want, and if you're willing to put the work in, but also not only put the work in, but be open to things that you couldn't even imagine. You know, you have to kind of, you have to believe it in your brain that it's possible before you actually can go out and do it. So. You know, coming from New Hampshire, where I was, and of course, we don't need to talk about this yet. We can continue to talk about the NMBA, but, we but will. just as it's we will. applicable. Yes. I was at my business coach's retreat, and one of the exercises is to connect with your big money why, is how she calls it. And that's, Ooh. you know, what's important to you beneath the money and what's going to drive you each day when it's really tough, you want to throw in the towel, everything sucks, nothing's working. So... If you have reasons and if you have those things driving you and then you have a a strategic plan and a vision and then you have the confidence, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that recipe, but absolutely, I think it's absolutely doable. Sure, sure. And one, one thing she said, which I really loved was, this was Laura Gaspara Sponfolio. I have her PowerPoint open right in front of me right now. So she said, here's a few traits a nurse entrepreneur has. An aptitude for spotting and seizing opportunities, a fierce drive, energy, and tenacity, a knack for viewing setbacks as opportunities, and enthusiasm that borders on the delusional. 
Yeah. Well, I saw that quote that you all were tweeting back and forth about the delusional piece. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I've, I've been in meetings where people thought I had three heads um, or I've been. Well, you do. I do. Yeah. I do, apparently, because yeah. I'm, I'm a, an atomic particle and sometimes I don't refuse back together properly. So you're a neutrino. Yeah. So um, and yeah, I think I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that, Elizabeth, because I know that it can seem very off putting. And like I said before, and I know you agree with this. Well, all of you do. You got to scale to what you feel is best and, and what suits your lifestyle some of it, sometimes it comes a little easier to others. Sometimes you set up like, I, I honestly don't have millions coming in from passive income. Like there's a lot of hustle that goes into my company. Um, like right now I, I know, and this is, this is not humble bragging. This is like, I'm, I've been on the air with you for 22 minutes and I think my phone is on silent, but it, I think it rang like 16 times because somebody, people need to get in touch with me. There's a lot going on. There's, there's things happening. And so, but I scale that kind of chaos because that's where I want to be and that's where I feel comfortable. But I still, you know, this is, this is freedom to me. This is, I'm doing what right. I want to do. Um, and you're an important man. Well, no, but you are too. To you. That's the thing. Your scale is important to you and you're important exactly. at your scale. Just because my phone was ringing off the hook or just because I'm doing, it doesn't matter. Like I don't compare myself. I compare myself to me. I compare myself mm-hmm. to what I can do better, to how I can elevate. But, you know, there are plenty of people out there that are, that are, have a great setup that are doing, that are, at, that are as successful, if not even more successful, that have even a more passive approach to it. Like right. I'm not sitting on a beach, but somebody is right. and they're, and they're doing yeah. quite well. Yeah, Laura talked about things nurses can do that are pretty active income, like doing a seminar cruise for nurses. She said there's lots and lots of money in that if you're willing to do the hustle to make it happen. And she talked about that there's obviously a lot of money in online learning and CDs and DVDs and that sort of thing. So she feels like online programs is kind of where it's at in terms of nurses making money on the side. And it's funny, I was at my networking group this morning, Business Network International, and the woman in the group who's an accountant was saying, I recommend every single person who has a regular job to start some sort of side business so that you can at least have lots of things you write off as business expenses and you can post a loss every year. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Well, we were talking about the side hustle. Elizabeth and I were talking about that last week because we had a listener write in about that side hustle and what that might do to change her routine, um, especially with her relationships, i.e. her partnership with her husband. So, you know, I'm in agreement with a side hustle if you can. If you got a main gig and try to create the side hustle, I mean, write-offs are nice, but it also gives you a taste of that sure. that freedom that you're that you're after, that you're going for. I mean, you know, Elizabeth, I'm I'm sure you well, I hope anyway, you would agree with that is that it does, it kind of gives you that that flavor that it, it that, you know, in your pal like that palate just it's very palatable. Like, mm, that's I want more of that. I want more of that. And so your side hustle increases, increases, increases until Eventually, your side hustle is your main hustle, you know? Sure. Yeah. I would love, Keith, do you have slides from others? I mean, not to sit here and talk exactly about everybody's talk, but anything that Brittany had to say about blogging that you think was really a... 
Oh my God, yes. Hit it uh, home. One thing I'm going to do in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to the NNBA 2015 conference resources and links, and you can actually go on there, even if you're not a member, and download the um, the PowerPoints from pretty much most of the speakers. Oh, so cool. you can see Laura Von Folio's, uh, you can download her her PowerPoint, Donna Cardillo's PowerPoint on speaking for fun and profit. And then, yes, Brittany, there's no PowerPoint on here right now. I think she'll be getting it out to us. But Brittany talked about monetizing blogs. And I have not monetized my blog per se because I've chosen not to. I haven't wanted to do sponsored posts and ads and all that sort of thing. But she talked about how you can take a blog, become known as a thought leader in your area, and then monetize that blog in many, many ways, including Amazon affiliates, Google AdSense, uh, sponsored posts and ads, either text ads or, or banner ads. So she feels there's tons of money to be made by nurses in that particular area, including doing, uh, what would you call it, reviews of products and those sorts of things. So you do a sponsored review and she just knows how to do it and she wants to teach nurses how to do it. And on her Facebook page, I believe she's making an offer around teaching nurses how to blog. So people might want to check out the nerdy nurse and what she has to say about that. Hmm. Yeah, I can agree to that only because again, another similarity from where I just was one of the colleague, one of my colleagues and now friends from this event, because as I said, I've, or maybe I haven't said it on the air, but I've been going, this is my fifth year and a lot of people are return participants. So you kind of become friends with these folks. And uh, one person had gone to another conference this summer um, in Virginia, and I forget what it was called, but something about blogging and learning about monetizing blogs. So it wasn't nurse specific, but she was telling me all about it. And so to hear it, you know, from two different locations in the span of one week, it's like, hmm, something to investigate and ponder. But she also was talking about how they were teaching, you know, the, all of the background behind it and how to drive traffic. And then, you know, once you have the traffic to really start to monetize it with the things that you were just mentioning. Right, right. And, you know, some people might feel that someone like me, for instance, that I'm leaving a lot of money on the table because I could have monetized my blog years ago. I could, you know, I could write probably five to six sponsored posts a month and be bringing in lots of money from my blog. And not to cast aspersions on any bloggers who do that. That's totally cool. But the purpose of my blog is to inform people and educate people and share my perspective. And there's part of me that has wanted to keep my blog completely free of any commercial bias whatsoever. And that's part of what I do on my blog. And that's a very, very personal choice on my part. So some people would think, wow, that's really silly that Keith could make tons of money from his blog. But you know what? I have monetized my blog, but not in the way one would think. Because I've positioned myself as a leading nurse blogger for a decade, all the nursing writing jobs I have as a nurse freelance writer and as an expert blogger has come because of how I've positioned myself in the space as a, as a well-known blogger. So I just, I don't know if a lot of our listeners at RNFM Radio are aware, but Donna Cardillo has been writing the Dear Donna column for Nurse.com for 15 years. She just stepped down. She wrote her last post, and she chose me to replace her. So I launched my blog at Nurse.com this week, just a couple days ago. And the reason why that happened, I believe, is because I've positioned myself as an expert for so long. 
So you could say I'm not monetizing my blog, but at the same time I am because I'm doing lots of writing jobs based on what I've demonstrated over the years. Does that make any sense well, at all? Well, it's th- totally. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> to me. Well, and all three of us have benefited from from that. But but I'll pretend like I'm I'm not really interviewing you, but just sort of saying to the both of you, you're right, Keith, exactly. You're saying exactly what I was thinking. And Elizabeth, you were leading into that is that when people do start to blog, they do think about monetization. They do think about like Google AdSense or sponsored posts. And that might be what you would consider that low hanging fruit or the easier way to go. But in the longer haul, and I know Elizabeth, we've spent a lot of time just sort of you know, discussing your platform and even you, Keith. I mean, well, all three of us really have. And yeah, what does it funnel in? Not only you as an authority, but people would want to hire you to speak or want to bring you in um, on some kind of consulting gig or whatever. I mean, we just recently had a, an advertiser sponsor reach out and they were hoping not only to get some, a little bit of that equity or that juice that we have here on RNFM radio, but also some of our other platforms that they know that we have a, some equity, you know, some brand equity out there. And so this, this goes beyond, you know, what people I think traditionally think of. And maybe you're not, maybe you don't want to speak and that's okay. But if you want to be behind the scenes, like, could you create like a small course uh, based on your expertise that you can share with somebody? And that's what, that's what um, Brittany Wilson's doing. She's creating right. something that she's an expert in. And so maybe she doesn't have time to travel and give all of these talks. However, she could pull in like some webinars, you know, some paid uh, courses and things like that. Right. And Elizabeth, look at you. You just look at you, Elizabeth. Um, you do these um, these webinars, and you've done some, um, you know, these online learning types of environments. Plus, you blog. So, for you, you've created all sorts of different streams of income, but also streams of influence, right? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because when you were talking about your blog and establishing it over time, and sort of you're building your credibility, you're building your expert status. So you are monetizing your blog now because you are getting paid in these various writing roles where it's just another way. So it's sort of looking at different, again, another <laughs> concept we learned about this week is uh, rivers of revenue. So sure, mm-hmm. you can get money from the blog, from advertisements, from affiliate links, from, you know, um, reviewing a product, all those sorts of things. Or you can kind of go the slower, like it's like the tortoise and the hare. So you're taking the slower route where you're just building that brand quality and and credibility and then look what pans out. So you may not be able to equate the exact dollars and cents, but you certainly know I've been blogging for this amount of time. I have this amount of status and look at these jobs are coming to me. I mean, yes, I, I have had, um, virtual products. I have print books that are products people can hold in their hands. But I think the collaboration I've done with the various nurses throughout this country has probably positioned myself sort of as an expert because I've interviewed lots of these folks and then, you know, they continue to send traffic to me and and vice versa. So it's a wonderful way to be a leader is by kind of highlighting all the good work that all the nurses out there are doing. Yeah. 
And it's a lot of fun. It is. <laughs> it is I learn fun, a lot when it? I get to interview everybody. <laughs> it is super fun, gotta say. Well, how do you, that's the thing, like, so I recorded an episode for the Innovative Nurse Show for this week, and it just made me think, Elizabeth, what you're talking about is, because um, I said this very thing, and I'll say it here, how can you, I mean, how can you expect people to value you if you don't value yourself and sell that value that you have? Um, I, I think, because you said sort of, I mean, I kind of heard that. I mean, you are an expert. I mean, I I look to you as someone who is in the know and knows what you're doing. And you, you, you know, double down on your strengths. I heard myself say that as yeah. well. And the reason I said that, and this is something I proclaimed at my event this weekend with my, with my business coach, was I believe I have a certain level of expertise and visibility, but this year I want to take that big. Like, I want to get big. So I guess I said sort of because I still feel I'm on a certain level and I want to get up there with the big dogs. So, yeah, I heard myself say that too. <laughs> just trying like, to catch wow. it. I just, awesome. I'm not trying. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to, you know, pull that apart. I mean, No, it's totally yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that's cool. I just, I, I hope that you do see that value that you're bringing. I mean, obviously, you're bringing the value here. Um, I think the three of us collectively. But I, I get what you're saying. I get that you're kind of pressing yourself. Like I do that to me. I'm in competition with me um, almost. Like, I mean, I yeah. know you say like the big dogs, but but you are. So if you've just got to put on some more pounds or whatever, just to be bigger. <laughs> uh, don't do that. You don't have to do that. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Something I was going to talk about yeah. because as I mentioned, you know, I'm here early. I rushed in for the show. People are probably thinking, what the heck is she doing? That's a little schizophrenic well i was supposed to leave later i mean the event is still happening as we speak um it ends at 4 p.m eastern which is in eight minutes on live you know but um i chose to do that because i have been there five years i have learned the content i am extremely clear that my business model revolves around my nurses week program for hospitals and so i decided to change my flight early now folks might be in the in the actual retreat thinking wow what did that girl do where is she going that's so weird so i wanted to just touch upon that because what we're talking about is similar you know you choose how you set your blog up you choose how you set your business up you choose how you set your nursing career up you know maybe like we were talking about earlier you continue to work full-time and you just do something on the side you do what you want to do and so today or actually it was yesterday I just realized you know I'm wasting time I'm wasting money I'm wasting valuable precious moments with my family during this you know wonderful time of year with with fall and the holiday and my birthday and everything. So I was like, I'm going to change my flight. I am going to leave early and I am going to be productive. So I got to be on RNF from radio, but you got to do what you want to do despite what other people might say or think about you. Right. Well, and, and I guess we don't necessarily have to like pick apart, like what value you felt like you either got a, or didn't get. I mean, it sounds like I, I either, how do we frame this? You apparently got what you needed out of that conference during that time, whether it was you did find some actual value or it was like reaffirming to you like, hmm, yeah, I am doing the right thing. I got this. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned this. I'm ready to go. Yeah, so you actually <laughs> learned either way, like whether you just had to like get on the plane, get there, do your thing uh, and and realize like, hmm, okay, I guess maybe I'm, I'm, I am a little further along than I thought I was. Or maybe there was something that I didn't know that I learned, but I'm, I'm good and I'm back here and I'm executing because that's what it comes down to is execution. Um, and you executed on the fact that you did want that freedom. You did want to be with your family. You did want to be here on RNFM radio. And it meant, it meant something to you and that's where you need to be. 
So it's discovery. Discovery. Right. And that's, I just was bringing that up because it's similar to Keith with his decision about his blog. You know, I'm deciding to do it this way. I'm deciding it to set it up this way. And people might think I left money on the table, but no, this is how I'm choosing to do it. And this is how the income is coming to me. So Exactly. Right. Because you really have to choose what feels best to you. And we all have different capacities for what it is we want to accomplish or approach in our lives. And we also have various, I guess you could say, value systems or what we feel is closest to our integrity, the integrity we want in our world. And for me, mine was keeping my blog really clean of commercial bias and not really going in that direction. Though there's other people who have excellent blogs who go in that direction and it really doesn't affect the quality of what they're doing. So it's, yeah, it's, it's very, very personal. And like Kevin, like you said, we can shoot for a seven figure business if we really want to and have the energy to do that. Or we can do the slow incremental tortoise like thing, which I've been doing for five years. So, um, and I don't mind being the tourist in this particular space. It doesn't bother me. I'm the tourist, the tortoise in yeah. this space at all. You can be a touristy tor- tortoise. And you can be a tor- tortoise. I know. I keep. I, I think I've also said it wrong. You could be a whatever the word is. However, I think that there's also a tipping point which you're coming upon here because with you getting on Nurse.com and having all these different writing experiences and all that that you do. I mean, there is a tipping. I think things then also are just going to be like, bam! Like, look at this. I am doing it. You know, and just I, I think, think it's awesome. Thank you. I think that's true. And Donna Cardillo did tell me that you know a lot happened for her through being on nurse.com for so many years. And she feels that that's going to happen for me too. So, you know, they have half a million followers on Facebook, nurse followers, and lots of engagement. I think my first post got 50,000 people engaged in it in the first 24 hours. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's pretty decent numbers. So, I may end up quitting my job in 2016. I don't, I have no idea what will happen. I mean, I am. I did hire a bookkeeper today because I'm kind of drowning in paperwork and I have to hire a virtual assistant. You know, we all get to these places where we have to, we have to make some choices and it's fun. It's very interesting. And you know, what was really cool at the NMBA was that you have nurses who haven't started businesses yet, who came to the conference for some inspiration and to get pumped up about what to do next. You had some nurses who have started businesses. They're just kind of getting off the ground and they really needed some expert advice and support in taking it to the next level. Then you have people who are pretty well launched, like myself, for instance, but still need some inspiration. And then you have these luminaries like Renee Thompson and Donna Cardillo and Laura Von Folio and uh, Sharon Weinstein and others, Pat Iyer, who are, you know, they're like in the stratosphere. So it's very interesting to see all these folks. And what was really fun was getting together for dinner, breaking bread with people, and we would have a meal with people at all those different levels at the same table. And at one point, at one dinner in a restaurant in the hotel, we ended up having a kind of like a mastermind session for one of the people that was at the conference. And she got 45 minutes of coaching from anyone from a beginner to an absolute superstar. And it was an amazing conversation. I wish you could have been there because it was really incredible. That's that's so well. Cool. That's what I wanted to all, like lead with in the NBA. I'm glad you circled back around because I was thinking about 
the the National Nurses and Business Association or that conference, I mean, there are some existing entrepreneurs, but there are some people that are interested in entrepreneurship or interested in figuring out like a, a little side hustle. So you don't necessarily have to be like all in on like, I'm, I'm going to just do this business 100%. I don't know what this business is, but I'm going to go to this conference. Like, I think it's still like you can learn how to balance like that job. Cause I mean, Keith, you're, you're balancing that job right now and, and Elizabeth as well. And so you're saying like, okay, now it's getting to a, a tipping point where I've got to expand and maybe get a VA, getting a bookkeeper and things like that. You can, you can walk people through those steps a little bit, like you right. know, your story, same thing with you, Elizabeth. Um, and I think it gives people hope. Uh, because as we've always said, like you don't always have to go to the deep end and dive in head first or in over your head or whatever. You can dip your toe. You can see how things feel. And sometimes the water is really nice. And that's when you're like, okay, I want more of this so that I can do this more. Um, but yeah, I think getting that perspective at a conference in real life, meeting it, seeing that authenticity in people's faces, seeing that reaction. I mean, you can't get that virtually. You just can't. True. True. Good point. So, yeah. And there's just great synergy that happens at conferences like this. And it's just really a fantastic experience. And I just, I really highly recommend it for any nurse who's thinking about doing something along those lines. It's a, it's a pretty fun way to kind of check it out, just sort of test the waters. And it's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. Good. Well, I, I think, you know, I don't know where else we would go with this. Um, I think I'm just going to leave the, not leave the conversation. I'm still here. Don't worry. I didn't go. Kevin, you're go. You're no, leaving No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I rushed home for yeah, this. I, what? <laughs> Are you just going to drop me? You know. What? Just be the wet blanket or whatever. No, I, I, I just think that um, it reinforces the importance of, you know, seeing this in the flesh, like I said before. And, and making a commitment in yourself and, and what you want to do. Um, and again, Elizabeth made her commitment. She, she had to see this for herself. She went to her um, event and she's here with us now. And Keith, you went there and dang it, we need to, oh, just silly. I'm like banging my head against the wall. I could bang my head against the wall, but then I'd be away from, I bang my head against all my mic. I'm sorry that we weren't there um, to see that because it sound, it's really exciting the way you're, the way you're telling it. And I remember that excitement uh, in 2013 to see those budding entrepreneurs or those, those nurses, especially the nurses that are so interested in that like lifestyle change um, that they're right. just like, I just, I don't know what it is, but I want whatever you've or something that you've got. Like I want to feel the way you feel, or at least have that same freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is that you're choosing or making that step toward whatever freedom that is for you. And I think you, again, you scale it how you scale it um, because, and, and create multiple sources of revenue if you can. Because I know for me, I've, if my company went away, I could still have the same lifestyle that I do. Unfortunately, it's just that my company provides for the teams that we have in place. So unfortunately, they would go away. But I've also set up some other passive sources of income or some other areas where I can pull in money and still have the freedom that I do. And I think learning that from people, because like you don't have to just do one thing. Like you could do one thing and do it really, really well and get good at it and running a business. But then if you do get that 
you know, that sort of serial entrepreneurial spirit where you want to kind of continue to evolve into some other areas and step into some other areas like I've done. Um, you learn from these folks and that's how I've done it. I mean, yes, I learn. I learned from you, Keith. I learned from Elizabeth and I learned from the community out there. I mean, I don't know it all. Um, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm an expert in my own right, uh, in my own area, but there are plenty of people who know more than me and I'll try to glom onto that and learn from them. Sure, sure. And, you know, I just want to put a plug in for conferences in general. I think hey, there's <laughs> my line. Go ahead. Oh, go is that ahead. what you're going to oh, okay. do? No, go ahead. Dang it. Keith. <laughs> yeah, she ahead. made a special trip, you know. She go, oh, she Keith. left. No, go, Keith. She, no, anyway. <laughs> I'll just piggyback. Yeah, off. go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say that conferences are fantastic because there's there's I mean there's lots of cool stuff we can do online you know and it's great to meet people online whether you're a clinical nurse or a um or you're doing something else do you know what I mean it doesn't really matter but conferences are fantastic places to get a little shot in the arm so that's just what I wanted to say about that the conferences are kind of where it's at what do you think yeah, I was going to say, yeah, again, to tag off you is, um, so I was at an event that had nothing to do with nursing. It just was about having an online business. And what was neat is there was a nurse there who it's her third time, but she's there because she followed me and then was like, well, I want to go. And then there was a nurse there for her first time who came up to me and said, I heard you speak in Massachusetts this spring, which I completely did not remember I was like oh my <laughs> god who is this person but so I was kind of embarrassed but people come up to me a lot after I talk and there's a lot of people but anyway so she's like I heard you speak and then I heard I saw you going here so the cool thing is there's other nurses out there attending these sort of you know again NMBA awesome like if you want to keep it in the nursing realm cool but I always encourage people like also go to conferences that you know you're interested in and passionate about that may have nothing to do with nursing like the woman who saw me speak yes. in the spring i was speaking at a reiki conference so you know follow your passions follow your interests and go to conferences that are gonna uplift you inspire you educate you support you and it's cool just to see people that you might run into so i agree with you keith like they're awesome and you know, we can continue to learn about nursing. We continue to learn about entrepreneurship. You can start learning about, you know, brick building. Who knows? But go to conferences in whatever you're excited about. Yeah. I love that you said that because Keith, you know, he and I have talked about that as well, is that, yeah, it's 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 cool to kind of keep it in that nursing spectrum, that nursing circle. But yeah, I think it's also really, really cool that if you are a nurse and you're going to some of these more generalized online um, or, you know, online business um conferences or these events or whatever it's really really cool i can i can speak from experience obviously you are as well elizabeth just i was um kate so my wife we were we were together and i was talking to somebody about web design and some some of the ux you know sort of the user experience and i was kind of going through some of like the coding aspects and things to look for and they were going to get pitched uh from another company on how to build out their site and i was like here just you know, look for these things, you know, let me know if you need some help with this, I can help you kind of negotiate the contract and whatever. And it was funny, because she always jokes when people say, what does your husband do for a living? Well, I used to say he's a nurse. But it's hard to say that when he's over here talking to this guy about coding, or when he goes to this, you know, conference about like web design, and he's actually the one who's talking about certain things, or he's talking about marketing and branding and whatever. So, I mean, I just, I just wear the, I just wear the hat I want to wear. 
I just wear yeah. me. I wear me. I am me. And, and I think it's really cool because people are like, oh, my gosh, you're a nurse. And they just love that. They love it. It's very, like, novel to them or something. I don't know. They just think it's cool that you're a healthcare professional, yet you're sitting next to them and you're talking about or you're listening in on, like, podcast interviews or web design or marketing and branding. And they think, well, what would you do? Like, you're a nurse. Are you going to continue to be a nurse? I don't know. They just It's like a conversation starter, I think, you know, outside, you know, in that space. Anyway. I just went off on a crazy tangent. So no, that was great. That was yeah. Great. Well, oh my gosh. So conferences valuable for sure. Either way, mm-hmm. whether you show up and you're like, hmm, maybe I'm good, and then you come home early, <laughs> or whether you show up and you're like, oh my gosh, my mind is blown. You people are awesome. Great resource. Whatever that is. I mean, you're gonna learn. Um, but it's really cool too, because we can bring that expertise to this table to our listeners ears and they don't even have to leave they don't you don't have to get a plane anywhere we just try to bring this valuable content we're not saying yeah definitely go to conferences uh but but certainly that's the value that we're trying to bring on the show too and i think that that is important and as you said earlier keith we were talking about yeah people people are still reading blogs but the podcast space is growing and Thanks to more podcasters coming into the space who are bringing more value. And then also the listeners who are like saying, yeah, this is a good way to consume it. Thanks That's to right. the vehicles who are putting podcasting in their cars. Yes, yes. <laughs> the um, I know, I know. It's so great that the iOS devices, I mean. Are you guys shocked that I know that? Well, <laughs> did have we no. have we publicly said that you don't technically have a, like you, you've kind of got like a smart-ish phone? Like, yeah, no, I have a dumb phone. And, and you know, maybe in July when my <laughs> lease is up and I <laughs> need to do something, I might go into the smart world. Oh, my gosh. But it's a gather conscious choice. <laughs> right. I've only had a smartphone for a year. So, you know, Kevin couldn't believe it, but that's just kind of the way it was. So, you know, right. to each his or her own. As well, I think that's proof to say, like, you scale how you need to. Mm-hmm. And you felt both of you have felt comfortable to wait and, and didn't feel like the burning desire or, you know, like it, it just wasn't an, a necessary tool for you right now. And you're doing great. I mean, uh, you're, you are. Thanks. You're doing great without it. I never miss a thing. Yeah, you didn't miss a thing. <laughs> so you nice know, miss. Elizabeth knows. She doesn't have a smartphone and she knows that cars are coming out with uh, Android Play and the Apple Play in the car. So that if you have an Android right. device or an iOS device, it will play nice with your car. And yep. you can you listen to our FM radio in the car. I know I've it. been doing that. I do it. It's pretty cool. Well, here, yeah. Here, here's the thing too. I mean, just to get quickly geeky, even if you have a car that doesn't have that, there are car stereos. If you tend, if you want to get like a retrofit, we're not telling you to go out and spend like five hundred dollars on a radio, but if you're looking to upgrade your system, they can be in those retrofitted setups. So, well, yeah. That's what I just did. I just got a new stereo in my car and my truck, and I can I can Bluetooth my Android right into the stereo, and I listen to podcasts and music while I'm driving, and I also talk on the phone while I'm driving, hands-free, and um, it's great. And I drove to Las Vegas from Santa Fe for this conference, so I had nine hours each way in which to listen to lots of podcasts. Holy crap. <laughs> I know. I was just talking to him about that. I was, you know, but each two is like, 
It's, it's true I, and yeah, that's, but you got a lot of learning I in because I would have done the same thing. Listen well, to listen podcasts, to listen too. to webinars, listen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I did listen to a lot of music too because I like to just drive and sing and listen to music. So I could give you a playlist of what I listened to. But the point being that I chose to spend that time on the road because it was kind of fun. And I actually camped halfway, you know, in both directions. So I just did five, five hours a day, more or oh, less. Sweet. And that's fine. I had an awesome time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You broke it up. I thought you meant straight. Okay, good. No, 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 no. I could do that. But, you know, if Kevin wants to drive with me to NNBA in Las Vegas, if it's in Las Vegas next year, he could fly down here to Albuquerque. I pick him up at the airport and then we drive out across the Arizona desert, camping outside of Flagstaff on the way and then camp outside of Winslow on the way back. But I don't think he wants. I'm going to fly to wherever that's starting and do the same. Are you? I was going to say. <laughs> I'm to Santa Fe. Yeah, because I'm just saying if you don't want to hit the road, we can just I'll, I'll fly, pick you up. I'll I'll get the row. We'll pitch a little tent in the row. And we'll have we'll have the flight attendants bring us the the stuff like kind of like we're. Oh camp- Lord! I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's not real camping. <laughs> I I do I actually I do camp. Um, I don't I don't know if I could. I guess maybe I could drive if the three of us if we had that RV, the RNFM yeah. radio RV. Absolutely. And then we don't We've have got to, a year to get this. Done. I know we don't have to camp in you the could RV. Just rent an RV for the trip. You see. Oh no, we could. We could. So yeah. um, there's lots of rentals we, here. So I guess. Yeah, it's like a campaign. You know, it's like a presidential campaign bus. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And we could have a wrap put around it. Okay. And you know, we could interview people, nurses at hospitals along the way. Yeah. Make it a three day trip, interviewing or, people, uh, live podcasting from the RV uh, dinner table. Ooh, that would be awesome. Or like, what if we had like a, we are recording this. So our listeners are going to be holding us. I know. But what about this? Like, what if we had, like, if there is anybody who would want to drive us in the RV and then the three of us record as we're going out to wherever you are, we could do that on the road too. And Kevin, you'd have to wear a cowboy hat. I would. All right. I, I yeah. don't even own. I'll get you. A cheap I don't own one. one. Get, I want Ace Drew Hardware. to drive. Drew can drive. All right. Get Drew to right. drive. And yeah. then we will record. I mean, it was actually, I don't think three days, like we're going to have to like extend this out. Like we're gonna have to take like a couple weeks or well, something. Well, imagine an RN FM radio tour of the Southwest where we interview nurses at hospitals and nursing homes and home health agencies and, you know, nurse coaches out in the community all over that's the place. Right. Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. Elizabeth can do Reiki sessions in the, you know, in the <laughs> the room there in the back of the RV for those who want to partake. And yeah, it could be really incredible. So anyway, the whole notion of, oh, the things you could do or places you could go, like Dr. Seuss said, I mean, I think one of my takeaways from from the NNBA and from my conversations with all these incredible nurses, and these incredible nurses, it ha- I have to say, includes the nurses who haven't started their businesses yet. Cause I met some nurses who were just on fire to do something different. They say, I love being a nurse. I'm burning out at the bedside. I want to work 15 hours a week as a nurse to keep my foot, you know, my toe in the water, but I want to do something else. And they're on fire. And you know, not all of them are going to launch businesses. Some will go back to their lives, but some of them will. And that was amazing too. They're amazing nurses just because they're thinking outside the box or realizing that, you know, they don't even have to recognize that a box exists in the first place. Right. And that's really fantastic. And I find that really, really exciting. And that's what gets me really fired up is seeing all these people realizing what they can potentially do with these. 
do with their lives. Well, there's that entrepreneurial podcast, um, Entrepreneur on Fire. Um, but I was thinking like Nurses on Fire, but that, that actually probably won't sell. That's not good. Nurses, like, <laughs> I know they're fired up. Maybe Nurses Fired Up podcast or something like that. Maybe we should start a Nurses Fired Up podcast. But again, well, then you'd have the burn center nurses saying, well, we don't really like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll just keep it RNFM radio. One good idea per day, gentlemen. Yes. Let's stick to <laughs> don't push the we've overdone RV. It. Yeah, we've overdone it. Okay, definitely the RV. Oh, man, that's going to be a party. Um, hey, yeah, we can see, you know, we can have, we could even have a raffle to see um, which listener or two listeners of RNFM radio could win a contest to actually come with us in the RV and um, maybe, Ooh. you know, help drive. Dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. I, I didn't think that yeah. was going to be a good idea because I was like thinking, why don't we pick people up along the way? We give them like like a, a mentorship, <laughs> like sort of on the way. Like, hey, where are you headed? Oh, you've got, oh, you know, boy. two or 300 miles in this direction that you're heading. Like, we'll grab you. You'll get the three of us. We'll record on the air. We'll talk to this person. We'll like mentor them and coach them and all these things. And then we'll drop them off wherever they need to be dropped off. And then we'll pick somebody else up. Of course, I didn't know hey. that sounded like a good, I don't know. People are like, these guys are nuts. These guys are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been traveling a little much. You get a little. Uh... Well, I haven't divulged this to Kevin, I don't think. Or t t t no, I don't think I mentioned it. But right before I drove to and from Las Vegas for the NBA, my wife and I drove 12 hours each way to visit her mom in Austin for her mom's 80th birthday. And we camped one. Uh, we camped once each in each direction as well, driving six hours a day for two days in each direction. So the day after we got back from Austin and that big trip is when I left for Las Vegas. <laughs> so. Man. I didn't know that you didn't fly to Texas. I mean, are you afraid of planes? No, I love planes, but oh, okay. um, we were really into driving and camping and driving through Got the it. Texas panhandle. And, you know, we had an awesome time. So it's just one yeah. of those crazy, crazy times in life, you know. Mm -hmm. And you just say you're going to go for it. Just like writing a book. Elizabeth, you know what that's like, right? You decide, Absolutely. okay, I'm going to write a book. And then three months in, you're like, why did I even decide to do this? It's very fun. It is fun. Ugh. So have we um, completely I think we've exhausted, uh, I think we've exhausted. ourselves and our listeners I think, today? I think we've like yeah. 30 minutes passed. Like we were like, oh, it's a, what, 30 minutes show? Like, no, it's an hour, like maybe 20 <laughs> minutes of value, like 40 minutes of like goofy. Vision boarding. <laughs> Vision boarding. Yeah. Oh, goodness. You too. Oh, it's so much fun. See, Elizabeth, I'm so glad you came back because I don't know. Like, I guess Keith and I could have like, I don't know. It's it, we had just had this crazy. You would have had a great time. Uh, great. Time. So. You know, I'll I'll leave with this. Thanks everybody for dealing with our schizophrenic uh, show today, as Elizabeth had coined. So um, I'm Kevin Ross at Innovative Nurse, and of course I'll let you two exit out. Well, I am Keith Carlson at Nurse Keith, and Elizabeth Scala at Elizabeth Scala. Nice. All right. Well, we hope to see you all back here, or have you all listening in on the Pulse of Nursing at RNFM Radio. So much fun today, and thanks for tolerating us. Well, see, didn't I tell you that was going to be fun? So much fun. We all need fun in our lives and our careers, and we just have a blast here on RNFM Radio, and we are so glad to share that with you. And again, we want to share that contest with you. Today's sponsor, just as a reminder, Fast Staff at FastStaff.com, and the contest Nurse Praise Love 
share your enrichment as a nurse, what has impacted you, how has it changed your life, how has it changed the lives of others that you have supported, and this is entering for a chance to win, as I said before, a $500 gift card for Southwest Airlines. Love Southwest, fly Southwest all the time. Can't say enough good things. I mean, it, again, like I said, it's a hub out of Colorado, and they fly just about everywhere. Very convenient. So head over to faststaff.com forward slash nursepraiselove. Use the hashtag nursepraiselove to share this contest, this concept to Really get your story out there to have your friends and colleagues and those that you know are nurses to share their story as well. We can't wait to hear about all of the submissions and what's going on over there. And that contest runs from October 9th to November 6th, 2015. So get over there. Hurry up. We'll we'll wait. I'll wait. Actually, no. We'll go ahead and just end the show today. But thanks again to the sponsor, Fast Staff at FastStaff.com. All those links will be in the show notes. Head over to rnfmradio.com to continue the discussion over there. And iTunes users, even if you're not an iTunes user, please, if you wouldn't mind, just searching RNFM Radio under the podcast section of iTunes, ratings and reviews. Just tell us what you want to say. We read every comment on every social media platform at RNFM Radio. We read everything. So let us know. What's up? Say what you want to say, and we'll either say it back or we might bring it on the show. You never know. But head over to rnfmradio.com to find out more about what's going on over there, all the shows, all the dialogue, and really just everything you need to know, at least about RNFM Radio and the guests and all that other stuff. All right. As always, thanks so much for tuning in. Be well. Find strength. Go out there and innovate. Create. Find passion in your life and your careers each and every day. Care for yourself while caring for others. And we look forward to having you back here with us again on RNFM Radio.